want it to get too heavy and feel really overloaded. Dylan's not here this week. It's just me and David. Dan and David. Noodle's here too, but we'll see if he wants to hop on the mic. He was trying, he was trying to eat it earlier. I think he's having elective penis surgery. But anyway. D- Dylan, well, yeah, my theories were penis withdrawal, semen withdrawal, similar type of thing. Connected to... Um, well, how do you get sick? What kind of sickness does he, was he at work? I don't know. I didn't talk to him at work today. I mean, yeah, he was. I asked someone else, and they said yes, he was. But hmm. I didn't speak with him today. Um, how do you think he got sick? Was it another guy? Because if it was, I have an idea. Yeah, who was Jesse Smoulet? No, I mean like. Monkey pock. Yeah, it could have uh, been. What is that? I don't know. Could have been is. juicy. I don't know. Maybe let's call Dylan and find out. Are we calling Dylan? Yeah. Get him uh, on the horn. Crank the, crank the horn here. Get him on the... Call him from a payphone. <coughs> See if he answers. I appreciate that he wasn't going to uh make you sick. Yeah. Um How long did that ring? Twice. Yeah, that's it. He must be busy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise probably masturbating, I don't know. Anyway, we got other stuff to talk about. It's the NBA finals. Uh, Golden State Warriors versus Boston Celtics. Um, yeah, it's gonna be sick. Heard news today that uh, before uh, Game Seven, Celtics versus Heat, Jason Tatum from the Celtics, uh, notably during the game, wore a uh, Kobe Bryant armband. And then a press conference announced that, yeah, I texted Kobe this morning. What does that mean? It means he texted Kobe's phone. Now, how crazy would it be if Kobe texted, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell anyone about this. That'd be cool, huh? Yeah. What happens to your phone after you die? I don't know. Um, Don't phone numbers cycle out? <clears throat> yeah. What's the proper etiquette for that, though? Like, if your dad dies, or do you, like, keep your dad's phone? You keep your dad's, like... Uh, it's got, like, a bunch of crumbs under the screen somehow. I just saw something really funny. So you know how they have that face-recognizing uh thing? Yeah. I mean, this isn't really funny, but I just thought about it. So imagine, like, you really... You know, a good way to get to know someone would probably be to look through their phone. Their search histories, you know, what they look at on social media... Um, so imagine, like, you had a, you felt like you never knew your dad. So you take his phone, and then at the, you know how they got that face recognition thing? Mm Mm-hmm. So you're at the funeral, and everyone's going to see the body, and you put his face to the phone for one last time. (laughs) To unlock it. Yeah. (laughs) And then you disable the passcode, so you just have free... I mean, I feel like most dads probably don't even have passcodes. <clears throat> but, and definitely not face rec- facial recognition ones. So maybe if this was more of like a a tragic early death of like a Gen X dad. You know, yeah. he overdosed on craft beers or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like a Zillennial or, you know, like a kid. You know. The most abused Siri app of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have saw my dad today. Or not today, the other day. Uh, My aunt just mentioned at a barbecue that... uh, A barbecue that was just me, my parents, and my aunt. So, uh, really more of a limited hangout situation. (laughs) Um, I don't think you know what a limited hangout is. No, I know what it is, but I'm reappropriating the word. (laughs) Um, 
Just mentioned, do you see Duran Duran got inducted into the Rock and Hall of Fame? It might Hold be. on. Are we cutting into rock news right now? We're not cutting into rock news. Okay. But I guess this is rock news. But yeah, um, my dad lost his mind. And then, like, like was in, ta- a, in huh? a good way or a bad no, way? He, I guess he hates Duran Duran, <laughs> which, I don't know, they're a fine band. Yeah, that's a band that's like, if you hate them, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> There's really no reason to hate Duran I could see Duran. maybe not liking them, but hating them? What? For what well, reason? I don't know if he hates them, but he his whole thing is, why are they in there? And Jethro Tull isn't in there. Oh, my God. Which, you know... I don't really give a shit about Josh Littell, but... No, nor do I. You know, they won the first ever, like, Grammys Medal Award or whatever. Yeah. When Metallica was also nominated for that first award. So, maybe they don't deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, maybe flutes are kind of... Something that I'm not going to say. But, mm. um... Maybe Jethro Tull can take that flute, shove it right up his ass. Flutes are sus, as the mm-hmm. kids would say. Yeah, he's not Chugi. Uh, Jethro Tull's not a guy, I guess. It's a band, right? It's not. There's not a guy named Jethro Tull. Who cares? But then my dad, for like 15 minutes, was just like coming up with is just in his series, is Uriah Heep in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Is Grand Funk Railroad in the Rock and Roll? This over and over again is, and he he got mad that Dolly Parton was in there. <laughs> Was like, wow. But with all due respect to her, she said she doesn't belong in there. And it's like, what? Why does why does the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame matter to you? You it, know, it's just for people to get mad at. Yeah, it's like I don't think about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ever. Yeah, I don't know. I feel- my only point of reference is my dad getting mad almost every day of my life as a kid that Alice Cooper wasn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for <laughs> a very long time. And yeah, no, he is now. I think so, yeah. Hmm. It's funny. Caring about Hall of Fames in general just seems goofy. Yeah, it's the same thing about, like, really getting invest wrapped up in, like, award shows. and It's the same deal as caring about the Grammys, really. Except more specific and more, um, I don't know, just less important. Have you been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No, I've never been to... I'll never go to Cleveland, Ohio. Is that true? You, you must have been there once. Cleveland? Yeah. Never. Why would you even think that? <coughs> I don't know. It's been nice. I don't know. I only went like twice. I don't know if it's usually like this, but it feels like... um, feels like a, a Truman Show. No, that's not right feels like a simulated city in which there's a bunch of buildings with like nothing actually in them because when i was driving down like the downtown area literally no one like maybe i saw like one person walking and like three cars parked total Mm. so i'm like what do people spend time here are these just like these are like um this is like a set for a movie or something it's like they're all like wooden painted like matte paintings with like stands behind them propping them up. Mm-hmm. No actual um, interior. Like if I tried to open a door, I, my hand would just like hit a flat surface. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, Ohio's a very bitch ass state. <laughs> okay, the aquarium was real. I did go in the aquarium. It was kind of a nice aquarium. It's probably not as cool as the shed aquarium. No, probably not. In fact, I know it's not because I haven't been to it. Cleveland one, but I've been to the shed, and I guarantee you it's better. I've been in the shed aquarium also. It's pretty cool. It is a cool aquarium. I haven't been there. It's been forever. I want to go again. I want to see Ween in Chicago again. Is that when you went to the aquarium? Mm Mm-hmm. Then the next day I watched uh, Married with Children. Married to Children. Uh Uh-oh. It was about the royal family. No, it's just about Al Bundy. The disgruntled shoe salesman who also is married to children. Yeah, Modern Family. What's modern about it is that um, the Polly family. Yeah, exactly. And he's married to all of the children also. What's the deal with that show? What's it about? Um, 
the I don't know. It is kind of like a contemporary take on like a married with children type of thing, I guess. Where there's like the main couple and they have three kids, but uh, I remember how the, the gay guys are related. But there's a gay couple. And they adopt a Vietnamese baby at some point. Al Bundy's married to uh, Gloria, uh, whatever Estefan. Let me look something up. Real quick. Sophia Vergara. Sorry. I don't know who that lady I just Gloria mentioned Estevan. is. Gloria Estevan. Who is that? Uh, Gloria Estevan is... Who but is Gloria Estevan? Siri, who is Gloria Estevan? <laughs> Hold on, let me get my dad's phone out Uh-oh. for that one. I'm just looking at Slovakia now. An American singer, actress, and businesswoman. Okay. So not a, actually a business. I believe woman. this is uh she's wearing some sort of rainbow medal. I assume this is her at uh, a rainbow ribbon, like a for a medal. I think this is her at Pride then, right? That's what that uh I don't know. Yeah, maybe. The Kennedy Center Honors. That must be a big celebration at Pride. Um well she's not in Modern Family. Used to be kind of a funny show. Yeah. Um turned to shit at some point. I don't know, maybe after, like, the third season. After the gay couple adopted the baby and the baby was, like, old enough to speak, it was, like, the worst child actor in the history of child actors. Fucking awful. I'm trying to think who the best child actor of all time is. I think they even replaced the baby, too. That's always a cool move in a sitcom. And then, um... Then everyone started, uh... Whatever... The, the, there was like the nerdy daughter who in real life Ariel Winter is like uh, she's a bit of a troublemaker shall we say what kind of trouble like getting married to children trouble uh, I don't know something like that Um, but let's uh, okay time, time for rock news yeah what's in rock news um, Kiss, they're done after this after this last tour. Whoa! After this year, I don't know if the tour they're because our friend is touring with them in Europe. Yeah, that's he, true. He's filling in on the kit. Yeah. For um, I don't know. Well, wow, he's gonna be on the last one. But they might have more dates after Europe. I don't know. Have we heard from Andrew? Has he has he talked to Gene Simmons yet? No. He is in Germany, though, and he sounds like he's having a pretty good time. Sounds cool. <laughs> so, wow, Kiss is over. Well, they probably haven't written a song that anyone's enjoyed in, like, 30 to 40 years. I mean, I don't think they even write new songs, do they? Let's find out. I think they just kind of play the hits. and. Let's go back to my phone. I'm going to check it out, and I'm not going to say it. Oh, man, Slovakia looks good. Gene Simmons is not the type of guy, to, in my approximation, to do more work than he has to to make as much money as he does. Kiss anime, watch anime online. Well, that probably has the answer. Wait, what? It, there isn't... There's an, uh, which anime? It just says Kiss anime. Okay. Watch anime online. There is a... Safari uh, cannot open the page because the server cannot be... Oh, okay. There's an anime for um, perverts called Kiss Sis. Kiss X Sis? I don't know. Where some dude... Um, it's one of those ones where it's like this dude's sisters like really, really want his D. Okay, top stories. And he has to try as hard as he can not to give them the D. Yeah. Even though he's wearing a shirt that says she wants the D. Yeah. All right, top stories. Here we go. Kiss's latest song, Sarah Michelle Gellar says Cruel Intentions co-star Selma Blair has a very easy face to kiss. Wait. That is the latest Kiss song. That headline had like a stroke in the middle of it. What does Cruel Intentions have to do with this new Kiss song? I'll say it again. (laughs) Sarah Michelle Gellar, a.k.a. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, says that Cruel Intentions co-star Selma Blair, a.k.a. the lady from Hellboy has fire powers has a very easy face to kiss oh okay so nothing to do with the band kiss just the scene where they make out and no they're, that they're... has everything to do with kiss the band okay have you seen cruel intentions I've seen scenes 
<laughs> from Cruel Intentions. Discog- Man, speaking of incest, actually. <laughs> Their latest... Oh, they had an album called Monster in 2012. That cover looks like this. Okay. Only to you, Dan. It's got all the. It's got everything you'd expect to see on a Kiss album cover. Yeah, it looks like shit. It's terrible. It looks like a overpriced concert T-shirt. It was released October 9th, twenty twelve. Recorded between the April thirteenth, twenty eleven, to January sixth, twenty twelve. Studio, Conway, Hollywood, California, and Studio City, Los Angeles. Genre: Hard Rock, Heavy Metal. Oh, Hard Rock. Eric Adams would love this. Mm. He loves the hard rock. Is Kiss in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I uh, we can find out. Siri, call Dad. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just going back through their discography. Let's see here. They have an album called Jigoku Resuden. Um, it's a, a remix album. Something about Goku. I don't know what this is. It's a remix album? Well, who are the personnel? Oh, man, this is, uh... This is not good podcasting. Why not? I mean, maybe we have a freak out there who wants to know the personnel on this KISS record. You know what? What was your original question? Is KISS in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I realized the other day I was at a record store and I saw a used KISS record for $35. Mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I'd never see Kiss records used, except the solo records once in a while. I guess, I don't know, Kiss collectors like to hang on to those things. Oh, yeah. Although I feel like, I don't I feel like I've seen them at thrift stores and stuff, though. They are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What about individually? I like how that can happen. How, like, a band can be inducted, but... Uh, like the members of the band individually have to be inducted also yeah I don't see that being true though. I don't see any of them being inducted solo why would they be oh they wouldn't but like the Beatles for instance you know are they all solo in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Jeez, the way that um, speaking of rock stars the way that like the rock world at large currently has been just propping up their boy Johnny Depp. You think uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to induct him just as an honorary member or something? Have they been doing that? Like uh, Paul McCartney tributed, paid tribute to Johnny Depp in some way on a recent show, and then Jack White dedicated a song to him the other night. Hmm. These uh, divorced rock <laughs> male rock stars yeah, love dude. Johnny Depp. I wonder. Let's find out what the uh, men's right and ini- men's rights initiative has to say about this. Oh, they love it. Well, you heard the the verdict was like the case is settled now. It is. How'd it go? Yeah, Johnny Depp won. Wow. For def- uh, being defamed by the only Amber Heard. Better than this is if the Celtics win the world, uh, win the finals. And he got this paid. It's kind of like that for him. Get this. He was paid like fifteen million dollars, but the judge was like, "Nah, it's only gonna be ten million. Watch. Uh, but it's maybe, like, God, why does he need that money? It'd be funny if. Uh, so the Hollywood Vampires can go on another tour, fund their next album. It'd be funny if, like, uh, what's wrong? Are you all right? Why are your eyes shut? That's okay. You're sleeping. It'd be funny if, like, uh, you know, you cut to like this. Just in the verdict is in. Amber Heard will have to pay Johnny Depp. The case has been settled in his favor. We cut now to the inside the courthouse with Johnny Depp, and it's like him, like Johnny. You just got off this big. He's got like a like a I win like a championship style hat on, and he's like, yeah, everyone's like shaking him. He's smiling and everything, and they're like, Johnny, how, how, what what do you contribute? What do you attribute to your big win today? He's like, well, you know, it's just all about you know. I came in here today. Oh yeah. Well, let me get into the zone. Well, you know, I came in here today. I gave. Every day I came into this courtroom, I gave 110%. I showed absolute tenacity and grit. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. And then his lawyer comes in and dumps like a big bucket of Kool-Aid, a Gatorade on him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. 
It would have been funny if, like, uh, he got people to come in, like, his former co-stars, like, to uh, reenact some scenes from people's favorite movies to sort of entertain the crowd. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with the case at hand, but just to, like... Like, he comes in one day just dressed as J- Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> comes in one day as a Sleepy Hollow man. One day he's sitting at the stand, and suddenly he's sucked in, and then a geyser of blood shoots out of him. <laughs> That'd yeah. be very cool. And then he get then everyone's like, <gasps> and yeah. he gets up. Hey guys, I'm here, and everyone <laughs> starts cheering and clapping. The judge is caked and <laughs> he's got he's got takes like his the glasses big, off. He's got the big like uh, '90s nerd glasses, and they're like have windshield wipers. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a circus. So I don't know. I guess Johnny Depp kind of constitutes his rock news because he does have that rock band. You think, like, uh, in that scene in Nightmare on Elm Street, if you, like, you know, found out what part of the, his body was pressed against the mattress, it's like his ass just spraying blood through the mattress hole. <laughs> Ew. That'd be cool as hell. Uh, let's see, other rock news. Cream Magazine is coming back. Really? Yeah. Well, what possibly... What is that going to... What are they gonna cover? Uh, like what's on eighty nine? What I mean, would have been on eighty nine? They're gonna put me out of business. Actually, it's gonna be rock news, I imagine. Well, yeah, what kind of bands are they gonna cover? Like Imagine Dragons or Car Seat Headrest? Mm, probably Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. They're just gonna pick up where they left off. I don't know when Cream Full yeah, exactly. They're gonna like the hot rock news. Kiss putting out a new compilation, baby. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the hottest sound of the summers. Golden Earring putting out album number sixty. Bob Dylan going on tour. All you cool kids don't want to miss it. And all the boomers are reading that magazine like, ooh, <laughs> Sally, we gotta, we gotta get our tickets. We gotta get the, the fucking sky booth for Bob. Bob's coming. Maybe no, I'll... not Bob Seger. You know Bob. Not Robert Plant. The Bob. <laughs> Do people call him Bob Plant? I don't know. <laughs> I call him um The guy I'll that puff, the guy that Puff Daddy ripped off. No he didn't. <laughs> no he didn't. <laughs> no he didn't. Robert Plant well, well, how did he rip him off? Oh, he uh, sampled cashmere. So what? Hey. This was, see, people got mad about that before, like, the uh, classic rock generation understood what samples were. And there was the same deal with Under Pressure. Well, except Vanilla Ice insisted that it was his own original song, but, you know. I I can imagine, like, some classic rocker dude being like, what the fuck? Why is he playing... The Led Zeppelin song. This is plagiarism. Or, like, what's another, um... There's millions. I don't know, like, uh... All of License to Ill by VC Boys. Why is, uh... Run DMC copying Aerosmith? Yeah, or, um... That'd be a confusing one to explain, actually. Mm-hmm. I can't think of other classic rock samples. It's not many. Why... Kanye West... What is he doing? Rip- this is literally 21st century schizoid man. <laughs> what the hell is this? This is just a Curtis Mayfield song. <laughs> this is the only Curtis Mayfield song I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, say, I don't know why classic rock guys. Uh, no, like- they only know one. They, no, they found out about it through him, but they're retroactively being like, no, I, I heard this song before one time. Well, I think that that wraps up rock news. I don't have anything else on the docket. I have something else I meant to talk about last week. Rock news related? No, it's not. Uh, the Breakfast Club. I watched it uh, the, a couple uh, weeks ago. The the radio show? No, that I wouldn't be watching that. I'd be listening to it. Oh, okay. I thought they did maybe a video thing. No, they do actually. That's. I've never actually heard them on the radio. I've only ever watched them well, on YouTube. But, um, well, then who's right now, David? Me. 
Um. Anyway, I was watching The Breakfast Club. And I think at this point it's been brought up before, but you know, all in all, I like that movie enough. It's a good movie. I fucking hate Judd Nelson in that movie. Bender. Bender. Yeah, he's a dick. The rebel. The rebel. He's a rebel because he. Mister Double Denim. Yeah, Mister. Uh, Mister, my dad uh, punches me. Mister. Uh, Mr. Sexual Harassment himself, Mr. Motherfucking Sexual Harassment <laughs> himself, John Bender. What does he do? He just, I mean, for one, I feel like the movie's pitch is that, like, you, you're you supposed to like John Bender because he's a, a rebel. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like anyone who's like, I definitely identify as the John Bender character. Yeah. Is really a big fucking loser, you know? I They're mean, nothing like that guy. They don't have. They wouldn't do anything he does. Um, or if they do, it's just like they don't get the reaction of "Wow, what a cool guy." They get a reaction of "This guy is fucking annoying, and I can't wait to be as far away from him as possible." You know? Mm, yeah. Uh. And you're. I feel like off the bat, you're not supposed to like the Emilio Estevez character. Because he's a jock. Because he's a jock, but he's honestly a he's pretty stand-up fucking guy. Yeah. No, he's all right. Yeah. Like, even from the beginning, though. Because Uh, the whole beginning of that movie is just John Bender making unwanted advances to the Molly Ringwald character. mm Mm-hmm. Like, uh... I'm trying to, to, like, chronologically remember every offense that he makes. But he's, like... There's literally a scene where he tells Anthony Michael Hall to lock the door so they can impregnate the prom queen. And it's like, that is the most fucked up... That's a threat. <laughs> he does say that, doesn't he? He does say that, and then he's, like, getting in her face, talking about, like, I bet you're out late on a school night getting felt up in the front of the car. It's like, you don't... Like, that's just so... Like, why am I supposed to like John Bender? He's creepy. And then there's a the scene where he's hiding under the desk and, like, literally sticks her face in her cooter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then he ends up... What's wrong with what any the, of this? Uh, <laughs> what exactly is wrong? So it is the, the message behavior? of the movie is you make aggressively unwanted advances <laughs> and then you'll get your way. Yeah, well, the, the the message of the movie is you gotta be a, a meathead jock sort of like cop character if you want to get with the freak girl, you know? The yeah, freaky who's girl. kind of annoying. But if you want to get with the popular girl, you gotta be real scumbag just you know you gotta harass the hell out of her you gotta break her down until she finally agrees to go out with you yeah or whatever oh, I don't remember what happens with them Was, are they like yeah maybe we can I don't know she gives him one of his ear, one of her earrings and then he wears it and then he runs off into the sunset yeah but and um, she forgets about him d- despite yeah. the song Despite the song, they never became friends. They never <laughs> talked to each other again after this day. They got amnesia, actually, is uh, the sequel to Breakfast Club. They all wake up with amnesia, and the, but they wake up in the same room again, but they don't know each other again. Yeah. But also the principal's supposed to be a bad guy, but I think he has a, a completely accurate read on John Bender. Is you that know? the uh, the bull guy? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And there's a scene in that movie where he well, He's has... not the principal. He's like the phys ed teacher or something. Is he? Yeah. Whatever he is. I don't think the, the principal will be figure. caught dead doing detention. Yeah, no, that's definitely like the the gym te- the football coach or something. Regardless. Listen. Irregardless. I digress. There's a scene where he has John Bender off one-on-one. Um... In a secluded room, and they are. And then the camera fades to black, and then later you see them walking out, and they all both look kind of sad. The the coach is zipping up his pants, and yeah. John Bender's <laughs> like, "I thought I was the only one who get to do this." <laughs> um. No, he's like uh, threatening him. He's like, "You know, everyone loves me around here. I'm a swell guy. You, I, I hate." You know what? <laughs> Years from now, when you know you're away from these kids and they've forgotten all about you, and you're just wrapped up in your mess, I'm gonna find you, 
I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt, buddy. <laughs> Just like threatening him. <laughs> and uh, honestly... I would love a Breakfast Club too, where that happens, where he just is hunt. It's just that character, coach, whatever, and he's hunting down John Bender mm-hmm. to <laughs> beat his ass. <laughs> and then we find out that John Bender is like a still sexually harassing women, mm-hmm. um, but at a car wash or something. <laughs> yeah. He gets his shit rocked for twenty minutes. <laughs> it's all up and down the parking lot by this jacked old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. rips out Molly Ringwald's earring out of his ear which he's still wearing as the only <laughs> memento of his brief one day relationship with her mm-hmm. yeah and then uh he's like at the car wash like oh no <laughs> who are we forgetting oh, Anthony Michael Hall is he the only other kid yeah two girls three boys yeah, he's the one that has to write the paper. He's supposed to be fucking happy about it. Another thing funny about that movie is um, his reason for being in detention. Do you remember what it is? Uh, he brought a gun to school. Yeah, he just gets detention. Yeah. He doesn't face any legal trouble at yeah, all. Yeah, well, he's... you know, 80s were a different time. I mean, it's like, well, it was a flare gun. He still brought a gun to kill the woodshop teacher because he gave him an F. Yeah. Which I don't even get why he got in. His thing was that like he built this lamp, but it, the light didn't turn on. Would you really get an F for that? That's a shit, shitty get... lamp. It doesn't do what it's supposed to. <laughs> sure, but he's still... Honestly, he's lucky he got an F. He's lucky he wasn't expelled. No, let's be real, Dan. That's like a D, maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess... put in the effort. You actually least. build the fucking thing. If it doesn't they turn on... They can't just give you an F just because it doesn't turn on. Yeah. Maybe even a C. An F? Come on. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was an F, but the the shop teacher was like, well, I can think of a couple ways we could turn that into an A. Where's that flare gun, buddy? <laughs> Why don't you just shoot it right up my ass? Yeah, I'm going to bend over, and you're going to do exactly what I say. As much, if I, No matter how much I scream, don't. I need you to keep going. Show me that light. Show me the lights, Brian. <laughs> show me the lights. I got an idea how we can make that lamp turn on. Yep, put it right. Keep on. Put your foot into it. Real quick. Yeah, I really like the. the uh, go uh, ahead. Uh, oh, the, I think The Breakfast Club is a good movie. Yeah, I do too. I, don't I like guess I have some hot takes on a lot because I also I think on this podcast was talking about uh, Ferris Bueller and how what if at the end of the movie like Cameron is murdered by his father for destroying his car <laughs> and Ferris is like you know chilling at home with his hands <laughs> behind his head <laughs> like ah, what a good day <laughs> or the scene where they're trying to or where they they fucking destroy the car imagine uh, <laughs> What? One of them was in the car as it flies off the, <laughs> the porch into yeah. the woods below and blows up or whatever. In their weird, that weird ass house. That house is so cool though. It is pretty God, cool. God, I want to live there so bad. I've seen houses like that. Okay, hot tweet. All caps. For the first time ever, two hashtag NBA teams are playing in the hashtag finals with hashtag blessings from the base god. Warriors x Celtics. Let the best team win. Let's play fair NBA ball. Let's play fair NBA ball. Let's stay positive. We'll be. Oh, okay. I thought it was my brother, maybe. No. No, uh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah. He also had a tweet that was just Jalen Brown, hashtag blessed. Who's that? Uh, he's on the He's on the Celtics. What teams Real are in cool the finals? Guy. The Boston Celtics and the Golden State Booty Warriors. I mean, the Golden State Warriors. The Nuggets versus the Warriors. Yeah, you can say that. The Nuggets aren't there. Is that a cool Wait, what was the first one? Boston Celtics. Oh, the Celtics versus the Warriors. This is an interesting clash uh, between the Barbarians and the European, you know, like nomads. Yeah. I don't know, dog. Celtics, I mean, they probably have, like, magic on their side. Warriors are doing brute force. Yeah, maybe like a shield made out of some bones or like a big club. Something like that. Celtics are going to 
they can cast a spell. I always think about uh, invasions of body snatchers when I think of Golden State Warriors. Why? Oh, there's that scene where uh, the one guy's watching a Warriors game right at the beginning. I think the body snatchers would get a PPP loan if they applied for one. Yeah. Yeah, I do. They're organized enough. Um, man, I was uh, I was. I had stuff planned for. Uh, I was gonna have Dylan. We were. My plan was we were gonna design a theme park on the podcast today, but Dylan won't even answer his phone. Um, okay, well, let's go ahead and design a theme park though. Yeah, well, yeah. we already did that. Did we? Mm-hmm. What up? Uh, <laughs> I don't expect you to know what episode. David M. Dollars too. Yeah. Available okay. now on Criterion Collection. That did cross my mind. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he talked about like a roller coaster. Um, but I don't think beyond that we really laid much out. It had no, we did. Oh wow. I think there were tons of bars. The song Fashion by David Bowie played um, constantly. Oh, this is kind of ringing a bell, though. Yeah. You got to watch those movies again, man. <laughs> They're good movies. <laughs> They're real movies. If you're um, listening and you have not seen the David M. Dollars trilogy, look them up on YouTube. Look up the Do a Do a Dan YouTube channel. Uh, they'll be there. You're going to have to go through like a hundred episodes of our show, but you'll find them in there. Still trying to figure out who the one dislike on the first David M. Dollars video is. They May- don't matter. Maybe someone who was mad at me about Listen. something. I don't know. It, it's not that big a deal. Listen. Like Eric Adams said, you got to make your haters become your waiters at the table of success. I love that quote. <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah. Eric Adams for president, twenty twenty four. We yeah, we should um endorse Eric Adams for president, twenty twenty four. Maybe I should do a four K upscale of the David M. Dollars uh, films. Not really gonna do much. They were filmed digitally, so it's not like I could uh you know, rescan them in higher definition like it's The Godfather or something. DVD dollars for when. I don't know. It has to be shot on film, though, so I can release it in the uh, 16K when that's available. I'll write it, because uh, there's a lot of potential with the current affairs of crypto. Yeah. A lot of potential. Because when we were making those movies... Bitcoin was nothing but a joke. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was. It was very clear. Some shit for nerds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still some shit for nerds, but... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but dab do That's my thing, don't say that. You say yeah, but dab do I say yeah, but dab actually. <laughs> That's how I end conversations. Almost hit a car, yeah, but dab <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know, it just comes naturally. I don't really know why I say it. Oh, uh, well, this isn't rock news. This is rock olds. But I was watching um, a Waves live video earlier. Mm-hmm. And it was from The Loft. I'm like, I saw them in a place called The Loft in 2014. Yeah. And it was a video of when we saw Waves. Uh, they were playing Afraid of Heights. Yeah. But I was like, I wonder if David uh, is crowd surfing in this video. And you're not. Hmm. But there were a couple dudes crowd surfing. One of them looked kind of like you, but it wasn't. I wonder what I wore to that show. I was trying to remember that. What you wore? No, what you wore. Oh. I, I, oh, I did wear my Philadelphia Eagles hat. R.I.P. My dog ripped that up. Oh, jeez. Not Noodle, but oh. my parents' dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I liked um, the merch situation at that show. All larges. There was like two extra large t-shirts and a CD, I think. Yeah. It's kind of like, what the fuck? Why'd you even bother to come? 
They were a cool band until they died in that meth lab explosion in like 2014. Is Nathan Williams a crypto guy? I don't know. I saw it. I follow him on Twitter still. I saw he tweeted something the other day. Let's let's check out Nathan Williams' Twitter right now. Hey, did you check out the? Did you like that picture of Isaac Brock I sent you? Yeah. What the fuck is up with that? Why does he look uh, like that? He looks kind of like Patrick Starr or hey, something. What what the hell is this? Jury finds both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp were defamed after a weeks long tri- trial. Hmm. Well, no, Amber Heard. So it's a draw. Amber Heard accused him of defamation, then he countersued. And so, they're both guilty, but Johnny Depp gets, like, five times more money. Let's read the article. Let's do a little reading series here. Oh, we really don't have to. No, we're going I think I got the gist of it. No. Check this out. I can't commit. Buffy stars Sarah Michelle Gellar talks about that. Says Johnny Depp has a... A difficult face. Beautiful soul. (laughs) Nice cock, but hard to look at. Now, what's this? Martin Scorsese after bankrupting Netflix. (sighs) Who is saying that he bankrupt Netflix? Okay, yeah, the deal with that is that um, Netflix isn't going to be funding any, like, art house, like, rando, anything that has any potential to be good, basically. They aren't? Because, like, the Irishmen and stuff were just financial disappointments, so. So we're just getting more seasons of you? I guess so. Uh, so I heard some people like you. This is a pretty funny tweet. Good fellas? No offense to, Scorsese, for to Scorsese, but those were some bad fellas. Is that Nathan Williams? No, that's House of Decline. Oh. Whoever that is. Anyhow, well, that sucks that they're just going to be funding more stuff like senior prom, basically. So they're just going to make bad movies? I watched the last 20 minutes of that. Senior prom? Yeah. That sounds awful. Do you know what, uh, what Have you seen the... It's like Rebel Wilson. Oh, no, I she, don't. she, uh... You lost me at Rebel Wilson. Oh, uh, she's in a coma... For 20 years and then wakes up like she when she's 18 she uh goes into a coma because of i don't know some shit and um she wakes up 20 years later and wants to finish her last year of high school but the funny thing is i I guess she probably couldn't do an american accent because they just made her australian yeah that she was a transfer student or whatever huh. um the movie literally ends with like a big dance party so some of the worst shit I've ever seen. No, that sounds terrible. The di- oh god, and that's the future of Netflix. Basically, yeah, it's a bunch of stuff like that. I don't even know why I have Netflix anymore. I'm watching the new season of Stranger Things, um, which I don't really like that much, but something to watch. Something to watch. I, I caught up on Better Call Saul, and now I wish I like. Never mind. Every turn Netflix makes is just the w- the wrong turn. I caught up a Better Call Saul, and now I'm just like going to be depressed for the next month and a half, waiting for the the new episodes to come out. So, Netflix is bankrupt. No, they're not bankrupt. They're just like, we're not gambling any more money on uh, established directors. We're just going to fund the softest, easiest to watch most digestible kind of movies. Stuff you know? I won't be watching. And we're not, um, instead of get, like trying to get good titles to put on. No more stuff like Roma. No more stuff like uh, The Irishman. Story. Marriage Story. Nope. Which I like. I'm going to go on the record. A yeah, lot of people don't. You and Johnny Depp probably. Oh yeah, he probably loves that fucking movie. That's like real life Marriage Story <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amber Heard's like uh, exhibit A. It's just the scene of him of Adam Driver punching a hole in the wall. I'm trying to think of like. And he's, the, she's like that. There's Johnny right there, and everyone's like, I don't. Uh, if you say so. I feel like. And then, but see, Johnny Depp doesn't want to admit like that. That great acting is it wasn't him. So he's like, Oh yes, it was me. <laughs> I remember doing that. 
Yeah, this is me meeting my attorney, Ray Liotta. That day, he's dressed as Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. He's like, no, well, that was me, of course. And he's, like, doing the weird little lizard walk he does. Uh, was Hunter S. Thompson really like that? Mm, no. <laughs> I don't think he was. I mean, the character of him Not it was. Not the movie, but just, like... IRL? Yeah, like IRL, was he really that out- truly, truly outrageous? I mean, he did a lot of drugs, but he was like a functional writer. I mean, he he wrote a lot and, like, was published countless times, so... I feel like I was talking to someone about, like... No, uh, no one could really put together work like that if they were just fucked up all the time. Yeah. Maybe he was coked up a lot, I don't know. I mean, that, like, you know, I think sometimes people see that schedule that he wrote. He's like, my daily schedule. Yeah, and they take I read the newspaper. I do cocaine. I take mushrooms and, and also mescaline. I eat a steak for dinner. I don't go to bed. Yeah, that's not real. No. No one does that. That sounds like one fucked up day. Yeah. That sounds like um, that one guy in an American movie who can barely talk. That was like he did that for a week and now he's fucked up for life. <sighs> what were you saying though? What? You were talking to someone about Hunter S. Thompson? Oh, just that they think that uh their only knowledge of him is that schedule, the movie Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, not the book. Um, they don't know he had anything to do with politics. And that his personality in life was just that he was a four twenty friendly. <laughs> Junkie. You know? Kind of annoying. Yeah, I don't know. He's a little bit like uh, infotainment, some of his writing. Infotainment. Sure, but, like, he's still probably... He covers very dry subject matter, but, like, writes in a very colorful way. Yeah. Still. People treat him like a Che Guevara (laughs) t-shirt. No, he didn't revolutionize anything. Honestly, he was pretty nihilistic. That's probably why he killed himself. <clears throat> Whoa, damn, that was a little insensitive. We all know how he died. He just said KHS. He saw that um, 9-11 happened and then he blew his head off. Yeah. He was like, why couldn't I have done that? Yeah. I he, he, heard Mark, he heard Mark Wahlberg say, like, I was on that plane... Things would have gone a lot differently, <laughs> and he was like, "Fuck, that would have been awesome." <laughs> yeah. Eats his gun. That would have been so cool. He's like, "God, why did we have to, yeah, be in this timeline?" Hey, buddy, you attached to your vision? Cause I'm about to take it away from you, pal. I'm about to beat you blind. Man, who is he talking to? He's talking to the terrorists. Hmm. Let's call. Uh, I might email Mark Wahlberg. See who he thinks is going to win the. F- who he wants to win the finals. I'm. I'm really <laughs> curious. I really don't have any idea who he could possibly. Want. Probably the Nuggets. Probably the Nuggets. Is that a good team name? What's the worst team name? Uh, wasn't the Senators a team name? <laughs> yeah, it used to be. Uh, that one was pretty bad. The Oakland Athletics, all time awful. That one's pretty bad too. <laughs> <laughs> that is an all-time. <laughs> Never the, thought about the that The Washington one. football team. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Um, crypto, Bitcoin crypto arena. I'm not crazy about the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> is that not real? A, that's a real team. Huh. I love stuff like Astros, <clears throat> the Neutrons, the Atomics. Supersonics. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, Sonics, they had a really cool logo. What about the Fists? Is there a team that's like the Philadelphia Fists? No. Should be. Let's think of other ones. Louisiana Laser Beams. The Philadelphia Sixers doesn't make... What is that? How about they change it to the Sexers, right? Sexers. Well... I think now they're going back to the 76ers. Yeah, what was the Sixers? Well, it was short for 76ers. Okay, that's what I figured. Did they officially change the name to the Sixers? It's going to go by the Sixers. 
It's a stupid thing to do. It is. Not shitting on the team. Boston's, the Nets. Huh? Oh, the Nets. Yeah, that's stupid. That's like... Let's let's name it after like a small piece of equipment that's on the court. Yeah, the ho- the there's a hockey team called like the penalty boxes. Yeah. <laughs> called the uh the skates. Yeah. Baseball the rims. team. Oh, that'd be sick. The rims. <laughs> yeah, the Romulus rims. <laughs> <laughs> the Boston basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> they would love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just remember the their parade when they won a championship or whatever, and s- people throwing just like tall boys of Bud Light. Which team? Like full tall, like unopened tall boys of Bud Light. Oh, in Boston. I don't know what team. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Like unopened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably thought that'd be a great idea. Oh god. I wanna go see a movie this weekend, but the last time I went to the movie theater was so shitty that I don't What movie did you see? I saw that's when I saw Men. Oh I, th- I mentioned it last week, but I don't remember if I mentioned talked about my theater. I still haven't seen it yet. My theater experience. Just like At this point I don't even know if I'm gonna see it in theaters. Oh, I don't even know I don't think it's in theaters anymore. That or that Nick Cage movie I wanted to see. It was real not didn't not do well at the box office. The Nick Cage one is not in theaters anymore either. I gotta write a list of stuff I gotta see that's already <sighs> gone. What's in theaters that's worth seeing right now? Mm, Top Gun Maverick. Is that worth seeing? The Bob's Burgers movie. I don't know, I haven't seen these. Okay, um, I heard the Bob's Burgers movie is good, but I've never seen Bob's Burgers. No, yeah, neither have I. Uh, Sonic 2. I uh, could care less. Mm, gotta be something else. Everything ever all at once is out of theaters already. <coughs> oh, you saw that, though. I did see that. That was really good. I'm uh, I'm trying to go this weekend to see Crimes of the Future. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna... Okay, I'm gonna go see that tomorrow. So there we go. Oh, really? Yeah. Noise. Yeah, but see, I went... When I saw Men, it was on a Saturday night, and I'm like... This is like a quiet little indie movie that no one's going to give a shit about. There was like one other regular couple in there. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. There was a couple who were quiet like me and my girlfriend. Then there was a gay couple behind us mm-hmm. doing very minimal commentary. Like would have been tolerable. Further down to the right in our row, 15 minutes into the movie, these these three sit down. Old lady... And then probably her son-in-law and his girlfriend or wife. Yeah. Who were, I don't know, late 30s maybe, early 40s. Um, Just like the dude was just like a constant like low grumble coming from that side of the theater, just like talking about what's happening in the movie. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, by like the last 20 minutes, the last 20 minutes is where it really came to a head and I like could not handle... I was, like, on the verge of freaking out, but I, you know, I'm sure you've been there in a movie theater where it's like, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it to absolutely lose my shit at these people who just, like, want to have, who just, like, probably don't even give a shit about the movie. Like, they're going to forget about it in, like, a day. Yeah. But it's, like, it's kind of ruining my night. And I'm just going to be, like, thinking about it later and being like, why didn't I do something? I don't no, have I've never see, gone that far. I, I don't have that sense of guilt about like, you know, why didn't I go uh, march on the police station when the, why didn't I like stand up for someone and their right to do something? No, why didn't I tell that dumb in the movie theater? Yeah. Why didn't I tell that fucking jerk, that freaking guy answering his phone in the movie theater, to put the damn phone away, buddy? The no, it, it was actually the old lady who um could not put her phone away. And, like, the noise kept going off. And she, like, kept pulling it out and, like, responding to texts. And I kept clearing my throat louder and louder to the point that I was, like... <clears throat> I was borderline just barking at her <laughs> every time she, like, took her phone out. And she, like, immediately like, put it away and, like, looked, looked scared. 
And I was like, okay. And then like five seconds later, she's taking it out again. And I'm like, I don't know what to do at this point. My, the solution I thought of, let me know if you think this is crazy. Take my, if someone pulls out their phone, I take out my flashlight on my phone and uh, direct it at them. Be pretty funny. Put a spotlight on them. Because it's like, this is what it looks like when you pull out your phone. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that going too far? Is that too you confrontational? You sorry, that was an accident. <laughs> All right. I just keep doing it every time they do it. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. New, I don't, I've never had oh, a phone feign before. In, feign ignorance. That's good. Yeah. That's actually a lot better than uh, freaking com- confronting and being, you know. Just be right. Ah, oh, jeez. Sorry, I'm new to this. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it was like, there was a point where like, there's a someone who gets, I'll just, uh, no, I mean, this is kind of spoiler free, but someone gets creamed by a car and it's like, happens really quickly and they just went, who was that? <laughs> I think. And that's when I like, I it was like, Wash, oh my fucking God, like out loud. When um, I saw uh, the Elton John movie, Rocket Man. Yeah. Um. There was a guy a couple rows in front of us who was just kind of talking the whole time. Yeah. And he was... That... I mean, that movie, you know, is like, whatever. Looking back, that guy's commentary was so fucking funny. Yeah. Because, like, you know, obviously it's a very, like, predictable, very safe biopic about Elton John. And there's a scene where, like, uh, he's like, I don't know what... It, even remember what the, what's going on in the movie. It's like a record executive is telling him, like, not, no song on this record will ever do anything. This is never going to be any good. I think it's like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road or something. Except for Jamaican Jerk Off. Yeah. And uh, this guy is like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Those are all number one hits. <laughs> Having a dialogue with the character in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. And then later on, I guess there's a scene, you know, where Elton John's in rehab and his, uh, the, le- the guy who wrote, God bless you, Noodle. <laughs> the guy who wrote... Who was the guy who wrote the the lyrics for him? Bernie Sanders? Yeah. Uh, he comes in, and he's, like, talking to him. He's like, well, I've got something for you. And he gives him, like, a sheet. And it's, like, a big moment where he's like, oh, man, this is where... You know, obviously, we all know it's going to be, like, a big song. I think it was, like... I don't... I don't remember what song it was. I think it might have been... The Macarena. I guess that's why they call it the blues or something. Mm. And he's like... The guy is like, oh, man, he knows what he's doing. He's helping him. He, he's about to make a comeback. It's like, mm. yeah, buddy, <laughs> we can all tell what's going to happen next. Maybe he'd never seen a movie before. Maybe not. And then, like, also, I think there's, like, a scene where, like, Elton John's father rejects him. He's like, you don't need him, Elton. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> just commenting on uh, everything. And we saw him in the lobby, and he was like, did you guys have a good time? Oh. Uh. That's kind of that's kind of cute, actually. Yeah, I like that whole. Uh, I, I don't think I'd be mad if that guy was in my. I think theater. I was mad at the time, but now I was like, no, nah, that guy made that movie like ten times better. Yeah. I want to go to every biopic with that guy there. <laughs> it's just yeah, if it's like just the din of oh, totally sad biopic, he's just like you know like a movie a movie where we all know the subject dies. Oh yeah, and he's just like. Oh no! I don't think he's gonna make it. <laughs> it's like a, it's like he goes to see Lincoln or something. <laughs> no, yeah. don't go to the theater. Don't go to see the play. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, when it's just like the banal din of saying absolutely nothing. Yeah. Asking questions that will be answered or aren't supposed to be answered, or you're just meant to think about, you know. Mm. Who was that? Not maybe, you know, ask to no one in particular. Who was that? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, dude. The movie has five minutes left. How about you just <laughs> wait? Yeah. Maybe your question will be answered. Maybe your burning question that you just couldn't. You just, just do- couldn't not ask. You just had to say it. And then, like, after the movie, there it just has a real weird ending. And the uh, the gay couple, was, they, they, like, looked at the other couple and they were like, <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe if you were paying attention, not talking the whole time, maybe you don't have an idea what it was about. The, I think the gay couple did tell the old lady to put away her phone, though, which was pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty based. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I, I've been saying bass ironically, but... <coughs> now I can't help it. Well, Little B said bass first, so... Which makes it okay. Mm-hmm. The the guy who likes feet. Yeah. Is no, that no matter what age. Yeah. That never happened. <laughs> as far as you're concerned. Yeah. I still. No one ever him. tried to cancel Little B for anything. How could you do that to Little B? <laughs> let let that boy cook. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's been like an hour. Alrighty. Anything else you want to say? Celtics and seven. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah.